0: Welcome to another episode of Girlfriend's Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Tati. I'm your host, Ellie. And we have a very, I would say very interesting, but I feel like this is one of our most adult episodes coming up, and I'm so happy. Um, And you'll see why, because we have a guest that will be joining us shortly. But um, as you guys know, we are going to do a little catch-up. And then we'll jump right in. So, Ellie, what's been going on with you in life?
1: Life's been good. What has been going on? My life has been boring. Um, I realized that at the age of 27, it includes me going into bed, watching Netflix, and falling asleep.
0: Yo, the Netflix Christmas movie (laughs) that are out right now, well, I mean, not top tier, because, like, they're corny. But, like, if you like corny, like, cheesy, romantic, which I do, top tier. I love them.
1: Top tier. I love the Hallmark. I've always been, like, yeah. that whole romantic. I love ha- Hallmark movies. I can spend hours watching Hallmark movies. Yeah, me and Ellie give each other
0: suggestions. Like, yeah. oh, watch this one. Watch this one.
1: I just love feeling, oh, my God, it's the same story, guys. It's the same girl. She leaves. Her great, amazing job, mm-hmm. and then she comes to her small town, yeah. falls in love with the popular guy, yes. and
0: it just works. It works. It's a Christmas miracle. Keep I, always, the I wish
1: that was like my story. I was like, oh my gosh, I want to like go back into town and meet like this amazing guy.
0: There's no guys in our town. So it's okay. <laughs> we don't need I didn't to go even, back. So. I haven't even left town. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, for me, so last time we talked. I performed live my poem live for she the pre- first time. She's a star
1: out here, star, I'm celebrity. So
2: with you. you know,
1: I just realized that I'm now affiliated with a star. You know, <laughs> my friend's a star. You're a co-host
0: of a podcast. So, <laughs> so what are you? Yeah. I, I'm there. Okay. Like, You're know, you, you a star, so Tati J. Uh, <laughs> Tati J, guys. Tati J. I'm no. done. I am done. So I did that. It was very, very fun. We just celebrated Halloween. Went to a Halloween party. Um, my friend Ashley threw it. Yeah. Fun, good vibes. I'm trying to think. Anything that else that happened? Nothing else has Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Anything coming up? Nothing. Oh, by this time, this comes out alive. We'll be doing an IG live. Yeah, sometime in the month of December. Apparently you guys really enjoyed yeah. our pandemic live, which we didn't so know so much. We had some
1: interesting topics and yeah. I guess you guys really enjoyed it. So, um we're planning on doing another live yeah, sometime, sometime in December to wrap up the year. Mm-hmm. Can you guys believe the year is almost over? Mm-hmm. It's been a wild year, you know, yes. but it we're we're just happy to do another live and hopefully you guys
0: join us. Join us. Whatever date it will yeah. be by this time. When hopefully, we the
1: topic is interesting. Yes, I think I, yeah. Yes. We'll so, go. you guys don't forget to subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Click that subscribe button. Make sure you like our videos. Mm-hmm. And you guys can listen to our um, episodes on any platform yes. that you guys like to listen, whether it's, you know, Apple, Spotify.
0: I don't know anything Google else. I mean,
1: oh, Google I don't know. So, whatever you guys love to listen to podcasts, make sure you guys subscribe so you guys can stay up to date with our podcast. And shout out to us, our... Yes. Okay. We're on our... Um, this is episode probably 52, I think. 52, yes. So, um, we've been cons- consistent. And consistent. as we learned in episode 50, it's something that you niggas can do.
0: Provide consistency. Uh, con-
1: provide consistency. Yes. So, we've been consistent. Tati and I are going to be wrapping up our um, our extra two more episodes after 52. Yeah. It will be episode 54 closing for a year of 2021. So we haven't, since we started 2020, haven't missed an episode. So we appreciate everyone who has been sticking with us and has listened to us. We see our audience. Our audience are consistent. You Mm -hmm. guys listen all the time when we release an episode. So we are so appreciative of you guys. Thank
0: you guys for that. So going on, diving into this episode... Meme of the week. We haven't had a meme of the week in a while. We're gonna yeah. try and get back into those. But meme of the week. If you're broke, you should cancel Netflix, not to save fifteen dollars a month, but to save forty hours per month. Mm. Before we get into that, Netflix is wilding. Is because Netflix used to be like what eight ninety nine, yeah, and now we're up to fifteen. That's a that's a lot. That's wild. That's
1: that's food and, money. And to the point, I don't even have time to watch Netflix. Like that Netflix like that. If I'm paying fifteen ninety nine, I need to be watching Netflix
0: I'm every gonna need day. Need Netflix for a good five hours. I need Netflix to get on Hulu. Like we, okay, Netflix has some good stuff, but let's have the up to date stuff too. Then is like there if are
1: charging that is much. there a package deal?
0: They should they should really combine th- that. To me, that's a smart business move. There needs to be a package, package deal because so many people would do that. Absolutely. So many people would do that. There needs to be a package deal. Now you're fucking up. Yeah. You're fucking up. But the reason why we brought this up, and especially the $15 per month, because today we have a very special guest. Her name is Jada, and she is going to teach us, and you guys, because we know nothing. About la leisure, la Because money at this age is very important, and we do not have enough of it. No broke mentality. Yeah. No broke men. Yes. Because what we
1: learned, ladies, from our um, last guest, Josh, that broke niggas don't get no pussy. Whatever you want to add on to it, Time, <laughs> any of it, they don't get it. We ain't getting. We're, we ain't moving any broke men into our house.
0: No. And vice versa for men too. Vice, vice versa.
1: versa. We're vice not doing versa. that. And I don't know. Um, spoiler. I don't know if you guys seen this movie with fine ass, um, Kofi. I didn't watch it. Okay, but spoiler alert! I'm just gonna ruin it just a little bit. Oh. So basically, I'm not gonna ruin it much, but all I'm gonna uh, say is, yeah. ladies, all you got to do is don't try to invest in potential and move in a man that is not. Don't tell me a COVID waste man. Here. A waste man that is not going to give you time and and also. Make enough time for you and his project. Don't tell
0: me that. Colby's and then now you're gonna you're gonna
1: take care of him. taking roles like this. Take care of him because last time we learned from our good sis Tati Tati J is that you can't claim a nigga on your taxes. So what we ain't gonna do is take care of
0: a man. Okay. All right. Well, wow. <laughs> So. Tita, you can speak. I know we kind of just (laughs) took over that, but please tell the people about you, who you are, and what we're going to talk about today.
2: Hey, y'all. Thanks for having me on. I'm super excited. absolutely love y'all. Y'all are so funny. Um, (laughs) um, My name is Jada. Thank you for the amazing introduction. I am a money coach for women in their 20s. And you can follow me on Instagram at Greenline Planner. So that's the name of the business. And I really love teaching this because um, I love to change women's perspective on money because it really starts Mm -hmm. there. And so today we're going to dive into developing confidence with your money being empowered through managing your money and also the personalization of money, because that's a huge thing that we also don't think about how personal money actually can be to us. And so... I know today's going to be sort of kind of like more of a serious Not topic, like but it. I want to make it fun. Yes. Um, and we're also going to be talking about saving money as well, because oh. ooh, we need to save them coins. Okay. We need to save the coins. We need to save the coins. Yes, okay. save the coins. It's <laughs> so yes, if like, if y'all have any questions as well, while I'm um, talking, please definitely let me yes. know, um, because I know this stuff is going to be a little deep yes. and it might get a little heavy. So you I like want boat, to... Um, right? Take <laughs> I want y'all, yes, pull out the pen and paper because we're about to get into it. So the number one thing is honestly confidence with money. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to kind of share a little bit more with my background so you um, all know exactly where I'm coming from mm-hmm. with this. So when growing up, I basically seen my parents struggle with money. I feel like there's a common story with that um, in, in the Black community. Uh, you see parents struggling with money and kind of it breaking up relationships, breaking down confidence, um, having people grow up faster than they need to. And so i seen money basically do its thing in the negative sense, but I knew, okay, if it was just as powerful in the negative way, it could be just as powerful in the positive way as well. So I wanted to seek and find that um, positive impact that money could have on my life. And so I realized that it was honestly a lack of knowing how to manage mm-hmm. it. Um, it was a lack of confidence using it and being able to invest it in certain areas mm-hmm. that were going to help us grow mm-hmm. as a family. And so confidence with money, honestly, is having faith in, a shadow, like no doubts in what you were doing. And so I want that for all of us. I want us to be able to grow and mature with ourselves and also with money at the same time and have that same confidence that we have in ourselves and in our businesses and what we're doing in a professional life with our money. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, you know, we have these professional jobs and we can be making a good dollar, but we're spending it still with um, pieces of fear in our heart mm-hmm. and pieces of shame and sometimes saying, okay what else could I be spending this money on? Or I'm scared that I'm going to, you know, spend it today and then be without it tomorrow. Yeah. And so I want to really eliminate that feeling because it's not a good one. And we want to have confidence and have faith um, in every aspect of our lives. And so confidence with money is being able to say, okay, I'm going to go to this register today and I'll swipe in my card confidently. I'm cool. not gonna be uh-huh. sitting here checking my bank account saying oh my goodness like, yeah. my account gonna be at zero after
1: this one yeah, like the decline is right so, like, and I feel like the only reason that plays a big factor is the lack of knowledge of budgeting I'm like yes. a major like yeah I like budget I have to and I can I can faithfully say I don't have much like oh my gosh my car is gonna decline because I at least know. Okay, I spent this amount of money, and thanks to True Blue, I don't know if you guys have True Blue. <laughs> but True Blue be telling you this is how much you spent, and it helps you with your uh, uh, like your budget mm-hmm. for certain things. So, like, I think as much as people have the lack of confidence, oh, I'm going to go into um, a store that I shop a lot is Sephora. I, mm-hmm. I know that if I go into Sephora today and I drop two hundred. I'm like, bet, like I gotta cut down on my eating spend, like my spending out for food and all that because I know that that I'm taking out of that for for my budget, so it's just actually knowing like once you create your budget online, but then you start knowing how much it is, like yeah. how much it is in your head, and I can confidently go into a store and be like, Okay, I know that my car is not gonna decline because I have enough money in this side of my budget that I can
0: transfer over to this and I can cut back off. Sephora has a choke. I just spent $200. <laughs> Talk <laughs> about it. About has it has a choke hold on me. I tried. <laughs> yeah, these self-care <laughs> beauty <laughs> products, <laughs> man. Skin
1: Skincare. Skincare. <laughs> I spent $200 at Target the other week. Yes. I said, wait a minute. Yes.
2: Just to get a clear
1: face. Yes. <laughs> and I literally, in my budget, just put aside, which wasn't before, skincare and, like, um, self-care.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And actually, that's a large part of what I want to talk about, too. So I'm super glad that you brought that up, how you can kind of rearrange your budget um, during the month, because a lot of times people make their budgets at the beginning and feel like they have to stick to those yeah. exact numbers. But throughout the month, things change. Exactly. You know, life is it's a ever growing thing. And so every single day, you know, you're going to be meet with different experiences. And I want you to be able to have that mm-hmm. flexibility in your budget to say, you know what, I can move some money around. And actually put it towards my new priorities. And so I want um, everyone to really be building their budgets based off of priorities. And putting their goals in order of priority Mm -hmm. as well. Because um, we deny ourselves of a lot. We really do. We assume that we can't afford it, but we really can if we just learn how to reallocate certain um, dollar amounts to what we yeah. truly, truly want to do. A lot of our money is tied up in like unnecessary expenses and we're not being intentional with the way that we're spending. Yeah. But if you be intentional and you um, prioritize it the right way, then you're able to see, OK, hey, I can actually afford that gym membership. Oh, wait, I can actually go to Sephora and have it in my budget and not be you know, tampering with any other priorities that yeah. I have and so that's a huge huge part of gaining confidence with your money is like you said having the knowledge of where your money is going right. a lot of people go at the end of the month and like okay wait I'm broke now I have a week until my next paycheck <laughs> where did all my money no, go
1: right. you know <laughs> we've all been there we'll, we'll have you strict, really yeah, strict with ramen, your money.
0: Ramen. Yeah. right
1: <laughs> because you're not getting paid until next week yeah. but it's just like we shouldn't be able we shouldn't be living Paycheck to paycheck. To paycheck. Yeah. Because then it's just like if you God willing something doesn't if something happens, you're not paid next week. Like yeah. how are you gonna be able to live? Like, you know, yeah. like you should have
2: exactly yeah. some
1: way or enough funds, enough spending for you to um to like really be able to like, you know, take care of yourself within the weeks.
2: And so that's another thing that I really want to stress is learning where you actually have control. With your money. And so a lot of people don't budget because they feel like it's a diet, something that they kind of have to do and they don't really want to do it but it truly is a piece of freedom that you get and I say payday is the day that you get to decide how to invest in yourself and you are getting a fresh new set of cash in your hand and you seem like the world is your oyster and you can just do whatever you want to but you really want to make sure that it's intentional and so having that knowledge is a piece of control Um, having the certain right perspectives on money is having a piece of control and then also being able to prioritize your needs first and then your goals and seeing what else money you have left over after that, that's your play money. You get to say, okay, I have, let's say, for example, $500 left over after I pay everything that I need to pay off. What do I want to do with this money? How can I put this money towards building the lifestyle that I want to live, becoming the woman that I want to be um, and really just chasing after the things that I've always used to deny myself. And so that's where you have the complete control. And if you feel like you don't have enough money left over after paying off some of your needs and then also some of the other expenses that you have accumulated, In the variable expenses, the ones that change from month to month, that's also where you have control because you get to decide how much you use water, how much you use yeah. electricity, how much you, um, you know, go out to eat. And so those are the things that you actually can control. And so if you want to reduce your um, mm-hmm. your expenses every month, look at those variable expenses and then take control over those and really take accountability in knowing how to um, move things around and change up your lifestyle in order to create and achieve the goals that you want. That is something
1: really hard. I try to go back at my budget and I look at certain things that I need to cut down, whether it's like um, my car loan, my auto loan, my insurance, (laughs) buying food, like certain Mm. ways that I can decrease certain things. I know that Hulu, I haven't been using Hulu for the past two months, which I've been paying. So Hulu has this thing where you can like, not cancel, but you can like, move your payment until like january of 2022 oh, oh you
2: didn't you didn't talk me to
1: something i love how hulu does that because i've done that in the past where i'm not watching hulu like i don't yeah. know what i'm watching so like yeah. i'm instead of canceling my whole plan i get to move it and i like that i could do that so it's like the the part about reallocating um, allocating certain things mm-hmm. and like re looking at your budget and really looking at what can I decrease and what can I move is so important. Yeah. So mm-hmm. important.
2: Definitely. Yeah. And even going back to the meme um, that we have for today, that is truly more or less about your lifestyle because you're seeing how money relates to your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're paying $15 a month and you could be saving that $15 a month, but you're truly saving, like they said, 40 40 hours Mm -hmm. in your days or weeks doing whatever it is that you were doing with Netflix, watching it, sitting on the couch, eating, you know, just kind of just kicking your feet up. Right. And so if you want to be more productive, then cutting out Netflix can reduce that time That's that you're fair. watching TV. Right. So it relates. Yeah. It yeah. I never
0: even. Put because and like within that.
1: those times, there's a book that you can read that can help you on yeah. learning how to invest, how to, you know, grow <laughs> your mind and like your, your spirit, whatever that you need to grow. Working on your business, working on your business that you can be that better woman for yourself and for your future right. and yeah. for the future of your family. And, you know, so it's just like
0: remember, exactly about Christmas
1: movies on Netflix too. Oh,
2: wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely I'm still watching Home Alone. You know, <laughs> look, Home Alone, and just investing yeah.
1: time into yourself, into yourself. You know, that's still part of the self care, you know, mm-hmm. your daily love yeah. that you can do. So, um, yeah, I think it's like I love that you brought up the idea of um, budgeting and really looking at certain parts of the area that you know. Decrease mm-hmm. and to like really manage. Yeah,
2: and you know a large part of that is also looking at your bank statements. I am a preacher on bank statements because that is a huge thing. You cannot hide from the truth that you see in those bank you statements. Not. Okay. You can't hide
1: from the <laughs> truth. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who, you can't. But what I do is I, I literally write. I literally go back and I like put down all my expenses per the month, which True Blue does for me. But, like, I like to write it down so I can be like, all right, girl, like, what was that expense? I like to literally know (laughs) what I spent because sometimes I'd be like, what What did I just spend? Like...
2: No, yeah. It's a huge thing. And that's going back into the knowledge part of it. If you know what you've been doing in the past, it gives you more knowledge about where you are and why you're there. And then it also gives you knowledge about how to move in the future. And so I always, always say, go back to the past three to six months of your bank statements. Look at your transaction history and your lifestyle is written in another language through the money and through your transactions. It's real. So I can tell, I can look at your transaction history and tell if you went on a date that night. I can tell if you were sick one day based off of what you were spending your money on and so when you go back and you look at your transaction history you see how your life is actually written and transcribed in another language and so and I want y'all to flip it instead of saying okay I'm going to spend my money and then go look and see what my money and my transaction history was telling about my life start being intentional about where you're putting your money and investing it and placing it to then relate into how your lifestyle is going to change and so I want you to see how yeah, you can go out in one day and then your transaction history tells you about your day. But I want you to actually think about it the opposite. Go do your spending and then see how it's relating to your day. Um, in- invested in your gym membership, invested in um, a healthier lunch, invested in other things that are going to then change your lifestyle, essentially. And that's how you can really be empowered with the money that you have. and how you're placing it um, and investing it into yourself. So
1: yeah, that's That's amazing. I've never thought about looking at my money and
0: looking at my life. I run away from my bank statements because I'm scared.
1: Oh, I ripped that up. up. (laughs) (laughs) Bank statement, what? The last time I looked at my bank statement statement is that I had to, you know, when you're, I think I had to, for my job, they need like, Yeah. My last job. I was scared starting to look. Yeah.
0: I already know my, my financial habits are ho- horrible, horrible. I just recently cut my hours for work and I'm struggling because I'm still living like <laughs> I'm working 40 hours when yeah. I'm working 20. It
1: is it
0: is something
1: major. And I saw a post recently that said that, you know, you get a new job and you are like bet I have extra money now that I can, you know, take care of certain things. And then you find out that the, the extra money that you're making is not really that much, but the reason why it's not that much is because you you just added like 10 other things to your budget. That originally, if you, when you get a new job, keep living that, that if you're making, your salary now is um, 80K, right? And then your earlier salary was 60K. Keep living that 60K salary when you make that 80K. Automatically, when we get a new job, what we do is that bet. Increase of pay. Let Let me start start increasing this and this. And then we find ourselves back into the struggle. But in reality, keep living that. You know, you can Mm -hmm. invest. You can, like, that lifestyle, like, that extra 20K that you're making a year now. Maybe look at your lifestyle and invest into your lifestyle, mm-hmm. but just not waste it mm-hmm. in different food, different
2: food. Right. Because then you feel more fulfilled yeah. when you do that. You know, a lot of people, they spend their money and they feel broke at the end of their pay period, but they don't feel fulfilled by that. Like, I'd rather be broken, and fulfilled and know that like, I'm going towards yeah. something, you know? Yeah. That I've actually spent my money on things that are helping me grow, rather than just saying, "Okay, wait, where did my money just go? Like, did I spend it all at the um at the club? <laughs> you know, like, am I investing into courses? Am I investing it into um you know different experiences that are actually going to mature and help me grow exactly. um, in this lifetime? So yeah, definitely, definitely. And saving money is a huge thing. I do want to get into. Yes. Right ahead.
1: Yes.
2: Let's. We we need to go ahead and talk about Let's that. Talk about it. Because a lot of people I'll tell you this they will spend 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 and then think about savings afterwards they put it on the back burner they do and it's like saving money now is going to save you in the future and that's what you have to see mm-hmm. it's a it, you save money to be saved and it's like I want them to see how saving money is more of a necessity than it is an optional thing um, because saving money gives you that piece of security that you once were without and you know if you ever have the fear of being without money having a savings account having that emergency fund having a miscellaneous account in your budget for mm-hmm. those extra little nuances of flat spending tires. that you go through mm-hmm. yeah flat tires parking in downtown I, if you need to you know we don't yesterday
1: was so we, and we just <laughs> you don't budget we're for so that mad. you know
0: so mad. Like, I was stupid Paying city out. of cambridge <laughs>
2: Those are things that we don't foresee, you know Those are things that we can't control And so you want to basically be prepared For the things that you can't control And so preparedness and having a savings account Having an emergency fund Those things are going to add security to you And that's going to honestly start helping you rebuild That healthy relationship with your finances So saving money is a priority And I would honestly do it as soon as you get paid It can be a percentage of how much you get paid Or it could be a set amount every single month that you want but I would definitely say make savings one of your top priorities, um, and then go from there based off of the other priorities that you have for your goal. What you
0: just said, especially doing your right when you get paid, I know there's certain jobs like that offer when you do your direct deposit slip, they offer. Do you want a certain percent of what mm-hmm. you make to go into a different account? So I don't have that. I, don't have that. I need to do that to because that way it's like I don't even. So when you see your paycheck, it's not even the full amount because you already know boom x amount. Went into my savings now, I don't gotta think about that. You no. know? Out of sight,
1: out of mind. It's good yep. to do. Yeah. Or you some bank accounts, they let you do um savings from your internal to your internal to your savings. So you can set Yeah. Up where whether it's like biweekly I have that or, set up. to um, yeah. weekly. And that's the best thing to do. Don't yeah. even look at it. You mm-hmm. train yourself to just see it taken mm-hmm. out of your account and it's 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 the best thing to do. Yeah.
2: Yeah, definitely. Those automatic transfers, ooh, they save a life because it's not you going in and actually doing it. It's doing it for you. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that is kind of like holding you accountable to saving money. And accountability is something that we all really need when it comes to this because it's so, so easy to fall off track. Um, but maintaining your budgets, it really helps if you have some form of accountability. And once you have more of that accountability, um, basically placed around your lifestyle, placed around your, your money, then it really starts to strengthen your discipline muscle. And so then you can have that integrity to be accountable for your own actions and be accountable yourself um, to actually do more and save more if you want to. Um, and so, yeah, definitely accountability is the number one thing for maintaining your budgets. And another thing is seeing the benefit. Um, I truly love when people are self-reflective about their money because, like I said, money is also an emotional thing. Like, everything starts with an emotion, then a thought, and then it transcribes into an action. And so if you are self-reflective about the reasons why you're spending on what you're spending, how often you're spending, why you have certain spending habits and patterns that you do, then you're able to see how you can essentially control the spending that you're doing. And then you can see how it's benefiting you because when you go down and sit and create your budget, you have that confidence now when you're spending money. And so when you recognize the benefits of budgeting, you recognize the benefits of being self-reflective about Mm -hmm. your cash, then it's going to basically give you a more chance of (laughs) sticking to it. Like going to the gym, you know, if you go to the gym and you don't see results, you're like, man, forget this. Like, I'm not going back. But if you see the results, you're like, OK, I'm seeing the results. I'm getting the body outie that I want, you know, like let me continue going to the gym. It's going to motivate you to keep going. And so I really if you feel like you want to fall off your budget or if you did for one month, just go back and remind yourself of why this is a good thing for you. Why this is um, actually helping you become the woman that you want to be and actually help you build a healthy relationship mm-hmm. with your money. Budgeting is something that is It literally takes like what less than 30 minutes. Like, if like once you get into the swing of things, it takes like 30 minutes a day. And, and you can budget, I would recommend budgeting every time you get paid, just so you can have a little bit more control mm-hmm. over the money that you're mm-hmm. making. Um, and so if you get paid weekly, budget weekly. If you get paid monthly, budget monthly. Bi-weekly, same thing. Um, just so you know, okay, I have this money coming in, how am I going to plan to spend it? I have this money coming in, how am I going to plan to spend it? And then if you get into that routine, then once you get that paycheck, just like I got paid, I'm like, man, let me hurry from run right home and make my budget before I spend a yeah. dollar because I want to be able to swipe confidently and not swipe with a question, yeah, so... Yeah, that's, that's definitely a huge tip.
1: Yeah, that spreadsheet, <laughs> Excel spreadsheet, will be your best friend once yeah. you start budgeting. Mm-hmm. And yes, it gives you, I never thought of it, but it is it is the confidence. Okay, I can go out right now, swipe my card, and yeah. know that I'm good because I know that
0: I have my money allocated in different yeah. places. Y'all, if you don't hear me talking, it's because I'm internalizing all this. Because I'm, <laughs> honestly, the past couple of months, finances, ha- I've been saying it almost every episode. Y'all know I'm broke. i'm in in my last two tuition just went up drastically and i cut my hours to focus on school so it's been tough it's been really tough um i'm still trying to live the life that i was living a couple months ago and i'm no longer in that budget i'm not in that bracket financially anymore and it took a while (laughs) to realize that until i see those overdraft fees and i'm like all right remember. (laughs) <laughs> so, yeah, that was, yeah soaking it all in but. the older overdraft fees
1: will literally get you like okay i need to do better i need to do better yeah. you know um so i understand exactly where you're coming from it is tough but once you start budgeting i'm gonna tell you it gets yeah. it gets better I need to do that
2: it does i guess but even if you know you're budgeting and you still feel stressed out that budgeting does not eliminate stress completely it doesn't because you can have the same tools even with like doctors you know they know exactly what to do but they still get stressed out on the Mm -hmm. job is you can know what to do you can have the plan but you can still get stressed out and so i really want people to understand that yeah you can have a budget and you can still be stressed but as long as you know what to do in that moment then have that faith and say, you know what, I'm going to be okay, because at least I know how to manage and how to plan and how to rearrange the numbers and really um, optimize the potential that I have with my Mm -hmm. income. So yeah, like right now, I'm I'm about to move to my first place by myself. Yay. I just got my first car note. Ooh. And so it's a lot that's like, adding to my plate financially right now. And I'm kind of trying to know how to navigate Mm -hmm. that. And so I'm making like a hundred mock-up budgets to make sure that I'm going to be fine. And, um, and it really is giving me that confidence saying, you know what, Jada, you can boss up in this way. You can start having these things, um, and be okay. And as long as you have that plan and as long as you know exactly how your lifestyle is going to change in the future and you're being aware of that and actually acting on that now, you're going to be a hundred percent fine. So, that is something that I have honestly personally been going through. I've been like, oh man, like, is is the salary that I'm gonna get? Is that gonna help? Yes. Me? What things I have to change in my lifestyle in order to, you know, provide for these new needs that I have? Basically, essentially, with my rent now and my mm-hmm. car notes. So, yeah, that's definitely something that I'm going through, and um, and I, I feel y'all. I feel y'all. It's getting rough it's out getting here. Rough. Okay. It's getting it's, rough. It's, yeah. The one
1: thing I could definitely suggest suggest is I um last year or this year, I was looking for a new job is I created my budget and I based my salary off my budget. I was just like, okay, in order for me to live my life, this is how much I'm seeking. Mm-hmm. Maybe I might not qualify for this much, but in order for me to actually live in this expensive um, Boston, mm-hmm. I need to make this much money. So I went off that. Minus take off the taxes, guys. Like,
2: Right. Please do that. The Please do that. Don't let
1: them play <laughs> Take off taxes, and then that's just, you know, that's Mm -hmm. the salary um, you have. So that's important because I feel like nowadays, in order to live your life, it's either your job's giving you a promotion. um, It's either you have to look for a new job because it's really based off that because it's getting too expensive.
2: Okay, I really love the fact that you brought that up because I honestly did the same thing. I was looking like, okay, what type of lifestyle do I want to live? And honestly, we should all start with that because we deserve to be able to chase the lifestyle that we want. And I don't ever want anybody to feel like they have to deny themselves of truly what they want. I mean, yes, you might not be able to always get everything that you want right this moment, um, but at least you know that you have a plan in order to achieve that. And so sitting down with yourself and and being honest about what you truly want and what it's going to take financially in order to achieve that And then going out and seeking the income to match that is something that we really don't think about often. And so I'm actually glad that you brought that up because I didn't even realize I was doing that until you put it into words. And so um, that's a really another great perspective on it um, to make sure that you're putting yourself first and then not just saying, okay, you know, I'm going to go to this job and kind of just reduce my lifestyle to whatever Mm -hmm. they're saying that I can afford. And so. I really think that that was a great point, great, great point. So yes, thank you. You just made me realize (laughs) about myself.
0: So I (laughs) feel like, um, because we're all in our 20s, we're all in, I feel like once you're like 22, and honestly, probably until 30 really, and even beyond that, money is such a big thing because you're such in a transitional phase of life. Like Whether you just graduated college and now you're trying to look for a job that even goes with your degree, or you can't find it so you have to settle for a job, just to make money until you get to that point we're all just kind of like okay so i did this i got all this education and now i can't find enough money to suit the life that i want to i'm paying off student debt or i'm going back to school to get more education because the money they're offering me now is not enough so i just feel like we're all there's always a quarter-life crisis and i believe it a hundred percent i believe and i believe a major part of that is finding yourself financially but i feel like a lot of people Mm -hmm. like okay i need to find myself spiritually mentally emotionally which is all great but you mentioned that finances definitely can affect you personally and i feel like a lot of people don't take the time off to realize like yo money is playing a big part in this discovery this crisis that i'm going through but they don't know how to analyze that so like what tip would you give anyone who's kind of going through that who didn't even think about money in the first place of being a contributor to this um, transitional phase that they're going through.
2: I would say journal about it. Honestly, that's one of the main things that I love to do. Um, and it allows you to kind of put your thoughts into a one line linear process. And so you're able to see and then reread exactly what you were thinking about and how money has made you feel. So I would ask yourself some real deep questions saying, like, you know, how do I feel um, when I receive money? How do I feel when I spend money? Uh, what type of emotions trigger me to want to spend money? Um, and then also see exactly.
1: Like, i yes.
0: on my way to, wow. so oh, to I, Yes. It's what type of emotions trigger me to spend money. Never. Yes. That I think I have,
1: that. Sometimes I have these voices in my head, guys. Like, <laughs> so you should go to Target today. <laughs> me? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you need a bottle of wine and Chinese food. You, you deserve, do? Like, you really? Like,
2: you you deserve I it, really bro. You don't
1: need anything at Target, but just walking down the aisle... Yeah! Wow.
2: Window shopping, right? <laughs>
1: no, just have a card in my hand, just smiling, just wow. getting out there.
2: We do that a lot, even with fashion pages. We'll just scroll on Fashion Nova or something, the and, and then you'll be like, "Oh, let me put that in my cart because no, I don't have you know, I don't need an evening gown today, but I, I might next mean, month."
1: Oh,
0: Lord Jesus! And then
1: you see the price drop, you're like, "Oh, maybe I should get it now." There's a sale! There's a sale! I There's a sale! Money. That's sixty percent sale! Guys, don't fall for it. Don't fall
2: fall for it. it. And Black Friday's coming up, so look, you better budget for it, okay? (laughs) If you want to spend some money, budget for it. Definitely. Yeah. Finding those triggers that really do like prompt you to spend money more and increase those unnecessary um, transactions. Definitely. I would say look at that and be self-reflective on it and be honest. Like we, a lot of times we try to shy away from the truth. Be honest about it. You really want to look at who you are in regards to money because you have a specific personality type specifically with your money. Um, And so you really want to figure that out. Yeah, you want to figure it out. Just how we have, you know, we act a certain way when it comes to love and we act a certain way when it comes to work. It's the same thing when it comes down to your finances. You want to know yourself in that realm and then being able to first know who you are in that realm. And if you don't like something that you see, just even sitting down and being so reflective is giving you more power and more control to actually go change that and improve your habits. So yeah, yeah.
0: that's exactly where I would start. I have two points to what you just said, because the journaling and like going back and reading it, I recently just started journaling, journaling in general, just about life and all of that. And every time I'm going to write a new journal entry, I go back and read the last one just to kind of mm-hmm. see how I was feeling. And it just kind of, and this time I, mean, I shocked myself like, yo sis, like, wow. Like, you were going through it that day or like just even being able to like the words that I use to even describe how I felt in that moment. I'm kind of like, wow, this is good to know. So I really do think I've never thought about that in terms of money wise. I feel like um we don't think of money in the aspect of impacting you. So I like yeah. how you're able to relate that. And oh, what was I also going to say? You said something and I had a thought and I completely forgot it. So if it pops back up, <laughs> in mind, yeah, if it pops back up, I'll definitely mention it, but I definitely, um, love the journaling piece of it. I think that's very helpful. I also yeah. tell us
1: about, okay. um, our lifestyle. I know we brought in
0: the oh. I money name. and lifestyle. You want to go ahead? <laughs> yeah. I'll forget it again. <laughs> um, so like you said that, we all have a personality um, in terms of spending money because when you said love, I think of love languages. Yeah. When you say uh, like mm-hmm. work, I know there's like some people are more teamwork, you know, team player more and more solo, more people are more administrative, more people are more like in person. So I feel like we have all these different categories to describe different aspects of our lives. And I don't know if this exists, it may be, but there's none for money. Like, I don't know any, like, so love language Mine is words of affirmation. My financial language, I don't know what that is. I don't even know if those exist to help kind of understand our own personal relationship with money. Because I think everyone views money differently, and it does depend on how you grew up and where you live, and all of that. And I don't think there's anything to help us understand how we are. And I think it would be great if that did exist and at least discover our own relationship and put a word to it. I think like you said, like that linear piece, those words, understanding, that's how a lot of people process things through words. So being able to do that and attach a category or a name to how our relationship with money is is very important. I think the first step
1: has to be um, um, education. Mm -hmm. A lot of people lack um, financial literacy. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, first of all, you have our parents who came into this country. If your parents are not from this country, They had to learn how to use their money, Mm -hmm. living paycheck to paycheck. Some of them are still living to paycheck to paycheck. It's that mentality of survival, Mm -hmm. which a lot of them are still living. So when they don't think about savings, they don't think about their retirement money. Mm -hmm. They're thinking about, I need to survive now. I need to take care of my family now. I need to take care of my family back at home. So it's like a lot of us see that growing up. So we need to decide for our own that we want better for ourselves and to financially Educate ourselves on how we can save. What are the different saving platforms? Um, I just recently learned about index funds and stuff like that. Oh, I'm yeah. like, oh, what the hell I it's a whole education. <laughs> yeah. It all
2: is. I, it's a new language. It let America
1: is. fool y'all. America. <laughs> <laughs> Say it like that. <laughs> Don't let America fool y'all because we lack the education. They yeah. never gave us that education, how
0: to save our money, how to save. How to do all this. And, and the only people who know that are people who, generational like, wealth that continue throughout their family. The, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. the, the,
1: the white families that have history of people who know how to do this, mm-hmm. where we are Black culture, we laugh that. So it's just like yeah. we're, now I, I'm so happy to see it's our generation now where we have friends that are talking about saving. We're talking about investing. We're talking about, Crypto. We're talking about all these great things that are gonna help our future. And
0: people like you people like who literally teach, teach about money. So, that's great, that's yeah. people like us that
1: know about money that can go to you and be like, Hey, I need a coach. I need to you know, like um uh, Joe, who's white, is not gonna understand my struggle yeah. of telling, Hey Joe, like, you know, I help my mom send money back home. Joe's gonna be like, What the hell? Why are you send money back home to your family? That's yeah. part of the budget, you know. Yeah. So it's just like we need to decipher our own to be like, we need to educate ourselves on how to be financial literates mm-hmm. on life because it's going to help us and we can pass it on to our kids. Yeah.
2: Yeah, this this knowledge that I teach is honestly priceless. Like you cannot put a price on it because it is something that you can take with you for the rest of your life. And I really honestly it's that first step of recognizing that you need that help and recognizing that you need more education on literacy with finances. Literally, like that part is the hardest part for me to get young women to say, okay, look you need to recognize that this is something that you struggle with and that you need guidance on. And so, yes, I'm here and yes, I teach it, but I'm honestly getting low numbers and people reaching out for that specific service. They see my Instagram, they interact with it, but actually diving into their specific financial situation and seeing how they can transform and improve that, those numbers are really low. And that's because people are not used to investing in things like that. They're not. And so when they say, oh, a money coach, why? Like I've never seen my parents invest in a money coach. I've never seen my friends do it. This is completely new. And I'm I just don't even know how that would go. Like, am I just sinking my money into something or is this actually going to help me? And so a lot of times people even have fear to invest in a money coach and that is honestly a part of the problem you know you have fear in investing in the things that are going to help you grow and so once you realize that then that's honestly the first step is the hardest step and once you do that It makes everything else a lot easier to then go and accomplish. So, yeah, I'm so glad that you brought up the fact that people, you know, we need to start seeking out this knowledge and start seeking out ways to uh, teach ourselves because they're not teaching it in class. They're not doing it. You know, I don't see it in high schools and honestly, it needs to be. And I want to go back and I want to start teaching classes at high schools about financial literacy, because this is something that is a completely different topic than just economics. You know, they they put economics in there and they're like oh they're good mm-hmm. no they're taking away home ec they're taking away wood shop they're taking away auto they're taking away certain things that were necessary um in order to exactly be you know um a functioning adult in this mm-hmm. life and so money is a completely um different thing too where it's not being taught anymore and it's truly a requirement in order to survive and so once you see that and see how there's a lack of education surrounding it it's like what are you trying to do are you really trying to hold us back like well, i don't know that, what was your, your goal that, since day one but day knowledge will have <laughs> it's out here it's
1: out here and they're afraid if we capture this knowledge we're going to be too great
2: Yeah. I mean, look at even how many businesses have now started off because of the pandemic and how many people were being vocal about this is how you start one. This is how you can do it properly. Now we have a lot more um, black businesses popping up. And I love to see that. And I want that to be the same thing with financial literacy as well. I want us to say, you know what, we have all of this knowledge literally at our fingertips. Let me go in and actually use it and actually find out how I can be better in that space. So, yeah, that's. So,
1: what tip do you have? Like before we wrap up, like what tip do you have for, um, like our young people in this generation? I feel like, especially girls, we need the new upcoming fashion, like Fendi, this. Um, (laughs) We need the, you know, YSL bag. We need all that. But your bank account ain't saying you need it, sis. Or, bro, your bank account ain't saying you need it. But. We want to keep up with fashion. We want to keep up with the lifestyle if our friends can afford it. Mm-hmm. It's this keeping up lifestyle. Like, mm-hmm. you can't afford it. What, what do you do? What do you do?
2: What do you do? Yeah, so the thing with that is because, honestly, I've gone through that like a lot. Um, growing up, I like I said, I had to take care of the household financially sometimes. And so um, I wasn't always able to put, you know, my free money into buying the new yes. this and the hottest that. Um, and it's honestly about appreciating where you are first, because we really, really need to do that. We have to look at where we are and appreciating it. And then also, if you want those certain things, it's also um, patience has to be involved because you can get it. You can, even if you're saving a dollar a day to get it, you can get it, you know? Um, and, Just being able to see that this is something that you want and that if you continue to work hard at it, you can actually achieve it. Um, And it's honestly about saving money and saying, okay, I don't need it immediately, because a lot of times it's like that immediate gratification. And it's like, okay, you know, that thing came out. Yes, everybody has it. That's fine. But I can still save my money up and not hurt myself financially in order to get that thing immediately. I can get it in the next three months and I'm still going to be popping with it. Um, and it's also about just really finding that confidence in yourself first internally and not making it such an external, um, dependence because it's really, you know, the fashion and the clothes and the, the external look of things is something that is not going to, um, maintain your confidence because it's changing so fast mm-hmm. so the confidence has to be within yourself first and then you can dress your confidence and accessorize it with the things that you want like the ysl bag and like the um you know the new gucci slides or whatever you want you know mm-hmm. those things um they're not going to also you have to see how what role they play in your life because those things are not making you the better woman they're they're not Essentially, they're just making you look a specific way. But are you truly that? And so you want your outside to match your inside. You want your lifestyle to be a full circle of truth and not a facade in any way. And so I feel like sometimes we dress ourselves up in this certain way because we want to look like we're living this lifestyle behind closed doors, but we're truly not. And so just be OK with living your truth and living out exactly where you are in this moment and finding Joy in that, and finding the beauty in that. Honestly, I love
0: that answer. Um, I don't know. I know you know, but I don't know if you um, ever seen the show The Game with um. Yeah. yeah. So they came out with the another the yes after yeah. yes. So I didn't watch it, but you know on TikTok they'd be having the scenes. So I was watching the scenes yeah. and Brittany, um, Jason and Kelly's daughter. I guess her thing. She's like a I don't know what she is. But whatever. <laughs> he, um was in the house with her girls. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, we did this. Oh, you got engaged to that ball. Like blah, blah, blah. Beautiful house. Next thing you know, knock on the door. So your car just got repossessed. And now you got to get out of your car. And she even said, like, I had to keep up. My friends were rich. They thought I was rich. So they took a trip. I took everyone to Italy. Like, and she was just trying to keep it up, keep it up. And she literally only had $3,000 to her name. And your daddy is a Super Bowl star. And you're just fucking up financially because she just felt that pressure but she had to keep up and look the appearance and I just always say like it's not worth it in my opinion like especially not if you do take a black girl luxury TikTok like so now it's like okay black girl luxury everyone's, everyone's trying to do that and now this other like not regular black girl TikTok where it's like yeah we have money but we also don't have enough money for luxury like I think we need to normalize being normal, normal.
1: Yeah. normalize,
0: okay, like, I don't have to have, like you said, the Gucci slides or this or that, or like, even a lot of these um, YouTube girls, like, okay, $1,500 maintenance weekend, you have $1,500 to spend on laser. That's my paycheck. Right.
2: (laughs) My
1: my thing for that is I do every other month. If if this month I do facial, the next month, guess what I'm doing? Something else. I haven't got my eyebrows done since August. I can't afford to do every single month.
0: You know, I spread it out. It's too much. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, I think it's very important. Like you said, you want the outside to match your inside because the Gucci on the outside, that's great. It shows that you have money, blah, blah, blah. But if on the inside, you know you're going back home taking off those slides and you're struggling, that is not a good look. Like... And it's just it's not, yeah. I feel like your opinion about yourself matters more than anyone else's opinion about you. They can only base off of the what one. they see. You actually know yourself.
1: And you're going back home with yourself. You're the one that's going to be worrying at night, wondering yeah. where
0: your money's coming from, how you're living, so... Exactly. And then even in the show, they're like, okay, well, we can take that Cartier necklace off. And she goes, no, this is me. This is who I am. And she eventually had to give it to pay mm. on her debt. But it's like, the fact that she associated who she was or how people perceived her based on something on her neck and not knowing you only have $3,000 to your name. Mm-hmm. Like, that was crazy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, wow. I need to go watch that episode <laughs> because they, they dropped some gems in the episode.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly.
2: Right, I need to go watch that. <laughs> no, but that's that. Yeah, that is honestly, it's real because I did struggle with that. I, I definitely wanted to keep up with the Joneses yeah. and I and I had to realize, you know, it starts here first and mm-hmm. then people are going to love me for me regardless exactly. um, of what I'm wearing. And also look at the opportunity cost of what you're spending your money on. Like if those Gucci slides or that or those um, St. Laurent Hills are like $1,000, you're sitting there spending $1,000 on a pair of shoes that you're too scared to even mess up, so you're not gonna wear them that often. You're not comfortable, you gotta break them in. (laughs) You could be putting that $1,000 into stocks, into a savings account to then go buy property with. So look at the opportunities that you have with that same dollar amount. It's just like having a hammer, you know, you can use it to destroy things or you can use it to fix Mm -hmm. things. You have money and it can be used in completely mm-hmm. different ways. And so you have the control and the power to decide, how am I going to use this? And so if you invest it into some shoes that you're only going to wear like once every five years, sure. Right. But no, I say, you know, truly look and say, OK, before I spend this on these pair of shoes, what else could I get with this thousand right. yeah. dollars? And, and be real about that. Yeah. That's so important. Just
0: based on what you said, I definitely um, feel like we need a part two. I think this episode, like, guys, we had, like... (laughs) It's an intro! Yeah, we had, like, a mini outline, but I feel like we dived into more, like, what does money really say about you, which I'm happy with it, because I don't think anyone, like I said, connects personality and feelings to money. Yeah. So I really like that we dove deep in that, but I definitely want the part two to be, like... Like you said, that $1,000 for shoes or investing. So, sis, where should I invest? Like, I want that knowledge piece. So we're definitely going to run this back for sure, guys. Um, (laughs) Like Ellie said, part one. And then throughout this time, before the part two comes, take the time to figure these things out. Like, discover who you are. Find out your relationship with money. Those emotions that trick. I think that's very, very important. And I don't think I've ever heard anyone talk about money in that sense. So Mm -hmm. figure that out. That would be the time part two comes. Bet. I have this half. Now I have this extra money because I have been budgeting. Now let me figure out where to use it effectively. Yes. So.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: Thank
0: you so much, Jada. So, of course. I know we have a Melanin Monday. And obviously it's going to be Jada, of course, because she just dropped all these gems and will continue to do so on the next episode. So we definitely just want to give you this time who you are, what you do, what you offer, and why you do it.
2: Well, my name is Jada. And my business is Green Line Planner. So I'm a money coach again, and I love teaching um, group classes because people are able to bounce ideas off of other people and see that they're not alone. And so, if you want, definitely I have group classes available and I'm doing them every other month. And so, um, you can look at my website at www.greenlineplanner.com. And that's green like the color green, line like a number line, and planner as in a budget planner. And so, check me out on my website, on my Instagram. Um, you can always DM me if you have any questions, even about what. We were talking about today on this podcast. Um, Let me know. Let's start our conversations in the DMs. And if you have any questions about your personal situation, I'm always open and free to um, definitely help you out in the DMs. And so I have different classes and the online classes, I do record the live classes to then... Um, give access to people who want to learn on their own time so that's definitely an option for you as well again all my services are on www.greenlineplanner.com awesome right, thank,
1: thank you. you so much Jada thank you for taking this time yeah. to meet with us dropping all these gems, gems to us yeah. I know that I'm going to go back reflect True. on all that we talked about and if you're listening and watching y'all better
0: do the same do it before part two comes over she really gives you the tips on what to do with that extra cash you have and I just want to take the time out to say like I'm just when me and Elle, we met, like, we tried to do this in the summer. Just things happen. So if the energy was off the bat, like, amazing. Yes. And I just want to say, like, to be a Black woman, helping everyone, but especially our community, learning about money. Because I feel like money is, has, we don't, we're not in change physically, but money is definitely changed to a lot of people in our community. So for you to take the time out to educate us and honestly help people that look like us, that have been crippled with money on purpose. Mm-hmm. I think it's very noble and we need more people like you. So guys definitely support her. You're spending money on all these other things that are white owned, you know, no shade, no shade. We <laughs> do but you know, if you're going to trust anyone to help and you with your money, someone who looks like us, who looks like us please.
1: Thank please. you so much. Thanks yes. y'all. If you really enjoyed this episode, make sure that you like make sure you subscribe make sure you check out her website follow her on Instagram follow her on
0: Instagram where can they follow you again
2: at Green Line it'll be somewhere
0: in the video if you're watching yeah it'll It'll be be linked exactly (laughs) so thank you so much Shada and can't wait to do this again (laughs) of course thanks for having me alright guys thanks again for listening like, comment, subscribe follow all of that and then we'll see you next time on another episode of Girl Bye guys bye